BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. everybody welcome back to two brothers gaming podcast this is episode 38 and i'm here with rylan episode 38 almost episodes yeah almost 40 yep we're doing another one after this one that'll give us 39 not quite 40 but almost seems like it's taken us a while to get the 40 but it's it didn't take us long at all to get to 30 we just had you know been busy you know but yeah we'll get there and we're trying to make it up make up for it releasing three episodes this week instead of just two where we missed last week but yeah we'll go ahead and jump into it starfield has passed 11 million players i find that awesome that they finally got over 10 million and all that yeah i mean it's pretty good it really is what i got here is Starf Skyrim developer Bethesda, its latest release, became the best-selling premium game in dollar sales since the rele- its release on September 6th, according to Cyrian Data. Starfield was the top-paid game last month. That's crazy, actually, because all the games that have came out recently. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat One and yeah, yeah. That's exactly it says here. Beating out Warner Bros. Mortal Kombat One, EA Sports FC Twenty Four, and Madden NFL Twenty Four. Yeah. At time of writing, Starfield is also the seventh best-selling premium game of the year. That's good. That's yeah. Really good. Selling more copies than Bandai's Namco's Elden Ring. So more than. Elden Ring and Final Fantasy. I think that's six. Sixteen. 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 Yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen to name, and it says that's just to name a few of the games that's passed or whatever. It also says here, Microsoft, which owns Xbox and Bethesda, confirmed that Starfield's release was a was great for its business, spiking the number of Xbox Game Pass subscribers. In its quarterly earnings called Tuesday, Microsoft CFO Amy Hood said that Microsoft Gaming Division saw a 9% spike in revenue, primarily due to Starfield's release. 
and a co-current jump in Xbox Game Pass subscribers. So that's crazy. A nine percent spike in revenue just because of Starfield. Yeah, I mean, I knew Starfield was going to do good for him, but that's really, really good. It really is. Um. And I'm happy for Microsoft, you know, after Redfall failed very bad. I'm happy they got a yeah. good game out from Bethesda. And then, you know, Forza Motorsport came out as well, and people are liking it. So that's two good games, first-party titles from Microsoft after yeah. the failure of Redfall. So I'm happy for them. That's good that they've gotten a successful game out and everything and all that. Yeah. It's really good. And it's, like you said, it was the seventh best-selling premium game of the year. So, outselling Elden Ring, it's pretty good because a lot of yeah. people love that game. Yeah, and it was and also... I've heard really nothing but good game, it from it. It was also Game of the Year last year. Yeah. Elden Ring was. So, right. passing that up is saying something. I mean, just think, this year has been a great year for games. Yeah, we've know, had so many Kingdom, good ones. I mean, just Nintendo uh, has had a lot of games, and but here we have yeah. Microsoft having a bunch of different games too, and Sony's. It's good. Uh, have they just had Spider Man too? Is that it? Yeah, it was just. I think it was just Spider Man too. Okay, so yeah, I mean, still yeah. though, good, so far, good year for all three you know, companies. We, yeah, we got you know Tears of the Kingdom, Super Mario Wonder. Yeah, and, you know, you got Spider Spider Man Two, Starfield, Forza. Forza. It's a re- it's a really good year for gaming in general. Yeah, you know, we got Modern Warfare Three coming out. Yeah, out. that's coming out, and I think Sonic Superstar is also coming out. Yeah, it came out uh, a couple weeks ago. It's good. Yeah, and good game. Super Mario, Super Mario's Wonder. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, good year, good year. I don't think Starfield's going to win Game of the Year, but it'll probably be close. Though. It'll be it'll be up top there. five, top five. But Tears of Kingdom's got it. I mean, I think so. Yeah, unless if Spider Man Two can just nah. get more sales, but I feel like I mean, more. I know, of course, people are still going to get Spider Man Two or whatnot. Yeah, but. A lot of the people that are going to get the game has already got the game, so right. Except for me, because I'm waiting on <clears throat> waiting on PC release. Yeah, it's not all of us have PS5s out here, and they didn't want to release it for the PS4. So, I, you know, I could have got a PS5 in like 2020 or something like that, but you know, I was actually going to get a PS5 instead of my PC, but they were sold out at the time. Ah. Uh... I'm glad I got my PC though because yeah. now I have this podcast and my YouTube and all that grown just because of it. So yeah, you need a computer really to do anything online like this. So yeah, it's it's hard doing it all from your phone. That's for sure. Trust me, I know. Yeah, I was, and we I started out the podcast and a YouTube channel on my phone, and it's tough. Now the only thing I use my phone for is the camera right here. Yeah, I mean, I edit on my phone still. That's because I don't have a Mac or anything. Right, Mac makes it so much easier because I used to edit on my phone and it's a pain whenever, in the butt. Whenever 
And plus, I don't have a good editing software on PC that's actually free and doesn't have like a watermark or whatever. Yeah, so, that's aggravating. Like Filmora, that one, mm-hmm. it's good. It has a watermark. Until you pay for like a premium version or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's aggravating. <laughs> All right. Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door was rated by the ESRB. I didn't get the ratings. Okay. But I know they were pretty decent right there. Well, actually, um, it was rated by the ESRB, but they haven't released it. So it was actually just released from like, I think Brazil and Korea. Really? But so that's all? So far. But it says the Switch game, which has annou- was announced earlier this year, is a remake of the cult favorite. GameCube title and currently holds a placeholder release for 2024. So they said it was rated, but that's what the confusion is online that nobody knows what the ratings actually are yet. Um, but like the original one was E for everyone, like that ESRB rating. Yeah. So I'd say this one's probably going to be that, but a lot of people think it's going to be like everyone 10 and up because it has. It has different references to like nudity and stuff for it to be a Mario yeah, game. But I mean, you don't see I've anything, seen, obviously, but. Yeah. But also, I've seen the difficulty is pretty, it's pretty difficult of a game, too. It's, it's different. Yeah. I mean, but it's an, it's an RPG, so it's not your typical game, I guess. So take yeah. the difficulty how you will, but RPGs are just different anyway. Yeah, Mario's over here having nudity in it now. <laughs> yeah. I think... More sales, I guess. <laughs> like, because the original, you know, is the same thing, but... Yeah. It, I mean, obviously, don't show anything. It's a Mario game rated E for everyone, so... But I think it has, like, a reference to Princess Peach, checking shower or something. I don't know. Oh. So it's nothing. Or it shows a shadow or something. Maybe. And it's a cartoon. Like, have you seen a graphics Paper Mario? It's cartoon. Like, even if it did show anything, it's not going to. There's all, there's like Assassin's Creed games that show crab. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Baldur Gate 3, I thought I mentioned on here before, it has full full blown nudity when you're creating your player. Like, Everything's hanging out. I forgot. I forgot about that game. People are saying that's kind of like game of the year too. I'm like, no, it's not. Tears of Kingdom, man. I mean, yes, there's other good games, and it might be yeah. close, but I think Tears of Kingdom, just what it is, the sequel to it's a former game of the year, because Breath of the Wild won game of the year in 2017. Tears yeah. of the Kingdom's a better game. Just think, Tears of Kingdom. Tears of Kingdom has it. Yeah. Um, I feel like it does. You know, it's been out longer, also. So yeah, it's got a ninety-six on Metacritic, yeah. while like Spider-Man Two only has a ninety, which is still good, but it's not a ninety-six. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll go on. Super Mario Wonder sales in Japan. It says the best-selling video game in the land of the rising sun. You know, Japan <laughs> <laughs> was Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Which sold six hundred and sixty-eight thousand six hundred and thirty-four 
physical copies. Easily outselling its opponent Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Sonic Superstars is also it also has entered number nine selling on 4K box copies. It says here. AYA Neoflip. Oh wait, that's the next topic. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, it's past <laughs> Spider-Man 2 and Sonic Superstars. It's beat them easily, it says here. So Yeah. And that's saying something. Oh yeah, because Spider-Man 2, you know, a lot of people's bought that. And then Sonic Superstars, it came out on other platforms than just the switch so when we talked about that a few weeks ago which one we thought was going to sell more because sonic superstars yeah is releasing on all platforms while mario wonder's just on the switch but we still said that we thought mario we wonder would be closed we said it'd be closed awesome. but we thought mario wonder would definitely have it um but yeah so it says in its first three days on sale super mario bros wonder has become the fastest selling Super Mario game ever in Europe. A huge thanks yeah. to everyone who helped make this wonderful launch was a tweet or whatever they call it on X now. I don't know if it's still tweet or not, but I think it's still tweet. Okay. Post whatever. But um Yeah, so you you had the physical copies, so that's not even counting the digital sales because Nintendo keeps those private until like their quarterly release or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's just physical. Imagine the digital sales in that. It's going to yeah, be a lot. Physical, it's going to be a lot, really, because like I mean, yeah, a lot of people don't buy physical copies now. They just buy digital. You know? No, but a lot of people so, still do. So, but yeah, it, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to see. I mean, we'll keep you guys updated on it because. I like yeah. stuff like this, like looking at sales and things. The sales get, I mean, records get broke all the time, it seems. Yeah. Every time Nintendo releases a new game, it seems like. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous, I think to be honest. Even Spider Man 2 broke some records. That might be in the next episode, maybe. I'm not sure. I think we do talk about it, don't we? It was a topic for next episode or something? It was something like that about Spider-Man 2 getting a certain amount. Yeah, I think so. so. All right, we'll move on. The Aeneo Flip DS is a dual-screen handheld gaming PC. Yeah, you know, I kind of read a part of yeah. the thing, but it says here that AYD... Hold up. The thing just closed. Your notes? Yeah. Hold up. What the crap? It just like randomly closed. <laughs> okay, here we go. The AYA Neo Flip is an upcoming handheld gaming PC with a clamshell style design with a screen that folds closed for safekeeping or flips up towards for gaming. So. It's a DS, right? How the 3DS was and whatnot. You could flip it. That's cool. Yeah, close it. It's but a handheld it's PC. PC. But it's a PC instead of like a DS. So it's basically like it a ROG here. Ally, but you can close it like a DS. Yeah, that's cool. It says it has two screens, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it says on the bottom 
bottom section, you'll find gaming buttons. But depending on the model, you'll also find either a keyboard or a second screen. So you can, I guess, pick what you want, like a second screen or a keyboard. Yeah, there's two different I versions. How, I wonder how that keyboard's going to work. Is it going to be like a tiny keyboard? I think so. You know how, Something uh, like uh, those texting Xbox phones, like the slide-up phones yeah. that are used, kind of like that. Or like maybe you know how the Xbox keyboard for 360 where it connected to your controller to plugged it into the controller. Yeah. Yeah. Just the like small little keyboards. little clicky keys. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I actually liked like it it was pretty cool to text on. Like it was pretty comfortable. And the I keys worked pretty it, good. You never used, used it. I never got to. It's pretty good. But it says here also AYA has been showing pictures of the keyboard model for a few months, but now the company has also revealed it is working on a model with a small display squeezed between the controllers. Both feature a 7-inch primary display with a 120Hz refresh rate and an AMD Ryzen 7 7840U processor with Radeon 780M integrated graphics. So that's really powerful for that. Yeah. Especially. That's crazy, too. You're going to have those two screens, like a DS. That's going to cool. be running 120 refresh rate with, you know, has a Ryzen 7 and all that. That's right. really good. Yeah. For a handheld PC. Yeah, it's really cool. It also cool. says here that that's the only specs that says here the company hasn't revealed many other specs yet so so we don't know the ram like i'm sure i mean i'd say base exactly yeah. like base would be 16 i would, I would think probably probably 16. up to 32 maybe up to 64 but i doubt it maybe i don't know man but um yeah i, I seen this i was like this has to be a topic because i love the 3ds because i had it in and plus, it's a handheld PC, which yeah, is which awesome. we we've yeah. talked about a few of them on here the, before. The Rogue Ally, we talked about the Legion the Pro. Yeah, the Legion Pro. That was the last one we talked about. Yeah. Also. Yeah. So we just we keep this going, them. you know, for the handheld PCs. I mean, yeah. Also, some more handheld PCs are going to come out in the future. You know, I yeah. feel like and A and Neo, like they've released a ton, and they release seems yeah. like a new product almost every like, every six months I or so. Also, forgot about the Loki. Yeah, we did. We talked the about Loki. The Ain Loki. Yeah. Also. Yeah. We talked about like three handheld PCs so far in the podcast, and keep in mind it's just going to keep continuing. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'd like to do some reviews on them when I get them and stuff. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters, to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance, War and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving. Along with campaigns, blitz, and arena, there's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible. 
where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff for signing up via a unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises prizes in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I have the wrong ally. I have the original. Um, and... Odin, the Odin two just came out. I'm wanting to get and review. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. It's way, it's more powerful. It has, it's an Android based, yeah, you know, handheld gaming device like my regular Odin is. It's Android based, but it has 16 gigabytes of RAM. Oh wow! The Max does. That's pretty powerful for an Android device. Yeah, especially how it's a handheld. For also, it being so. an Android device, people were able to play like Switch games no problem. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. But uh anyway, getting back to this, the it says the A Neo it says A Neo has announced the A Neo Flip DS, a seven inch, hundred twenty hertz handheld gaming clamshell with a second screen that's clearly inspired by the Nintendo DS. Yeah. And might let it play games like one two. Both the Flip DS and a smaller flip. KB will be powered by AMD's Ryzen 7 7840U. That's a good chip. That's a really good chip. Powerful. Yeah. Ryzen is coming out with some nice chips lately. They really are. But says that's the same chip that's in practically every other flagship Windows gaming handheld at the moment, including quite a few from ANEO itself. So, like you said, there'll be one released with a second screen like a DS and then, a and then just a keyboard they'll both be the clamshell design where you can close them but yeah but one will be a keyboard and one, one will be like the DS with a second screen right so I think the one with the second screen would be the one to get because especially if you like emulating DS or 3DS you, you could have that second screen down at the bottom because currently like on my Rogue yeah. Ally or anything else, if you emulate DS or 3DS, you have two screens, but they're kind of like side by side. Or the way I like to do it is the one you're playing on is bigger, and the secondary screen's like tinier up in the corner or something. 
Yeah, this way it'd be like a traditional blend. right. This way it'd be a traditional like a three S. You have one on top, one on the bottom. Yeah. So it'll be easier. Yeah. Feel more. It'll feel more native that way. More natural. Like it's supposed you know, to be. Yeah. But like I said, A and Neo, they they're a pretty good company. They do release quite a few products. It seems like they release like I said one every almost six months. But uh, we'll try to keep you guys updated on this, and especially when we figure out the RAM, because that's pretty important in a handheld gaming PC is the RAM, amount of RAM that it comes with. I'd say they won't even fool with an 8 gigabyte RAM model. I'd say they'll go straight to 16, if I had to guess. That'll probably be the least amount, Yeah, the 16 gigabytes. That's kind of what you need to be the least amount for a gaming PC. Now, if you're just using yeah, it for I'm emulation, not. then you can get away with eight gigabytes. But if you're going to yeah. use it to play PC games and want to have some decent settings, gigabytes. oh yeah, it is because my Mac only has eight gigabytes of RAM, which is fine. Well, this, this, I mean, it runs games and stuff, but I can't stream. I, mean, I can't even right. play Fortnite now. Really? How Fortnite? How Fortnite changed the graphics? Yeah, hmm. I can't run Fortnite without my FPS dropping now, so I, I have to upgrade my RAM. Hmm. See, my Mac, it only has 8 gigabytes RAM, which is fine for recording, editing, and stuff. And even emulation, yeah. it works fine. But if I'm going to play an actual game, time. I have to turn, like, the settings down. Yeah, that's what I have to do. For my RAM. But, so I mean, I that's why I got the RAW Gala. I don't have to turn my settings down too much. I can run, I can run on low or medium settings, you know, the standard starting point yeah. for medium settings or whatever and it works pretty good i just need to i feel like i can get more ram in the i, I can get different ram yeah upgradable ram and i'll probably if so i would get 16 to 32 gigabytes if you're going to spend the money i'd go ahead and get 32 yeah but i mean it's up to you but Eight, eight gigabytes has lasted me almost two years. Yeah. Doing more and more on it, it's going to, yeah. you know, at, at trying to edit on it, uh, record and everything. It makes a difference. Yeah, it does. That's why I want to get a Mac. Yeah. Mac makes it easier because Apple's M1 chip, it pulls a lot of power. So you're not relying so much on the RAM. You're still relying some, but not quite as much because that Apple chip is just really, really powerful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll move on from that. Speaking <laughs> of handheld PCs, are handheld P- do you think handheld PCs are going to replace standard desktops in the future? Honestly, since you can the dock rate, them at the rate it's going right now, I feel like it, they will. Because, you know, desktops, they're too bulky and mm-hmm. big and all that. I mean, say if you have a cool light-up PC or whatnot, it's really good. Yeah, it's cool to have, but also it takes up a lot of space. But handheld PCs, they don't take up space. Your rogue ally it's like this. Maybe a little bit bigger, right? Yeah. Like my keyboard. It's small. It's powerful. But mm-hmm. also which is really amazing for a handheld. Right. I feel like in the, and plus handhelds are getting more powerful each time, each one that comes out. 
more powerful than the next, you know? I mean, they're getting so, more powerful yeah, than like, laptops. Exactly. So I feel like handheld PCs will replace desktops. Maybe not for offices or whatnot. Right. But for your standard but, person, you know, like in tight situations like, like my desk, you know, where it's at, I don't have room for a big PC. So yeah. that raw guy, it helps out a lot. And my Mac Mini, you know, I have it hanging on the wall right here. So just having small I mean, computers the, like the that only helps way, out. The only way I can even have this on like a table, because I have this extra thing, right? Mm -hmm. I set everything else on. Then I have my main peripherals, monitors, whatnot. But if I had like a handheld PC or whatnot, I could just put it behind my monitor or something. Yeah. No yeah, problem. that's what I do with my switch. My switch is behind my monitor. Yeah, I mean it'd be, I mean it's a little bit bigger. Well, a little bit wider and taller than the switch, but still not huge. You can put it behind your monitor. Yeah, and easily fit it behind. My monitor. Yeah, but yeah, I really I think they will replace desktops in the future. Not, of course, not right now. But no, once they get they're just now coming. Powerful, like. Steam Deck yeah, started it all, you know. I mean, it's it's running Steam OS, which is you know, it's kind. Of, it, Steam OS is Linux operating system, yeah. so it's more limited. But it started it all with all these Windows PCs coming out, and we were getting a lot of new ones. Yeah, pretty often. The Legion Go, we got the ROG Ally, we got uh, A and has a bunch of different Windows based handhelds yeah. now. They're coming out with this DS one. There's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of different ones are coming out now. It's, I think, it's just going to be the future of PC it, it games, handhelds. And not it's, like I said, it's crazy in a small package like yeah, this a small package like this. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. kind of big, but it's for a computer. This is small. That's a, it's yeah, so it's powerful. Like, yeah, that, that's a computer. Yeah, that's not like a switch. It's a computer. Yeah. So be able to. Yeah. Hand like hold a computer like this and play games on it. That's in, that's crazy. Yeah. And not having to have play triple A PC games, not just emulators, yeah. but triple A yeah. PC games. Spider Man Remastered, Last of Us, different ones. God of War twenty eighteen, different ones. Fortnite, it's, it's Fortnite, Warzone, all them. You can it's, play. All yeah, those. it's it's just crazy <laughs> the technology how it is and it's advancing like so fast for handheld PCs. Exactly. Keep in mind. Say in a year or so, it'll they'll, it'll be even better, you know. Yeah, and I'm hoping Windows comes out with some sort of handheld mode or something, because Eventually, that's the only might. thing with these is the Windows operating system. It's great, you know, whatever. But Windows, honestly, it sucks. I mean, it always has. Just the way it's set up, I I like. Mac yeah. OS better the way it's set up. That's why I edit with Mac. I ha I'd rather simple. use a Mac, but you have to have a Windows machine because almost everything's made for Windows. So you got to kind of have both if you have a Mac. Yeah. So my raw guy is basically were, my uh, desktop for Windows. If I need to do anything on a monitor for Windows, I use my raw guy. That's that's my desktop. I use it for a desktop. So I'd say yes that handheld PCs will replace most people's standard desktop just because not, not only can you use it know, as a computer you can use it as a gaming device if you want yeah also i feel like uh i mean it would be possible for maybe some office shops or whatever to have handheld pcs there mm -hmm. just because so it doesn't take up as much space or whatever 
Right, and but yeah. not everybody's going to do it. Like you said, offices and different things, they won't because they don't want, I mean, they nobody's going to play games on them, so what's the point in having a hand-up PC there? But like your standard person yeah. like me and you and other ones that are gamers too, yeah, I think that it will replace your standard desktop. Now your people that are older gamers, that are set in their ways i don't think they will because they're you know they want something more powerful and they're not going to think a handheld pc is going to be that powerful even though they know the specs they know it's 16 to 32 gigabytes of ram they know the chip that's in it yeah you know the ryzen z1 extreme whatever yeah exactly thing a little bit bigger than this you know they would think oh that's it doesn't have power at all Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't yada 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 but yet, your rogue ally is more powerful than mine, my PC. Right, and yours is a lot bigger than that. Yeah, exactly. It's it's over ten times bigger than. <laughs> it's a pretty beefy PC. It, yeah, it really is. It's like this in height, and then like that in width. So it's like extremely bulky of a PC. Yeah, I mean. So yeah, I think it will. Not for everybody, obviously. There'll still be a market for for regular PC desktops out there, but I think yeah. for gamers that want to do stuff on a Windows-based computer as well, yeah, it will replace desktops in the future. Yeah, it probably will. I'd you say know, within the next five to ten years, we'll see more gamers getting them and using them as your desktop. Because I mean, yeah, you say course, if you work from home, open, you're yeah. you're a gamer that works from home. You can use this as your gaming desktop. I mean, not your gaming desktop, your working yeah. desktop, and just play games on it after work. You know, you could use it for work and yeah, to have fun same. on. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be easier also to you know move. Say if you're moving or something. Yeah. Right. You won't have to carry out a big old PC. You can just put right. your handheld in a box or something, you know. And just say, like, you won't have- if you're going somewhere, like, you're working, you work on it, whatever, but you work from home, you're, you and your family yeah. are going to go out to eat or something, go sit down and eat, but you got to, you know, send an email or something. You could take this with you, set it up yeah, in the restaurant. While you're waiting on your food, just boot it up, just- send your emails or whatever, and then... I mean, it's there, a portable it's it's more portable than a laptop yeah it's That's it's it's, it's crazy to me is made, a laptop is made to be wireless and all that portable and it's yeah portable and it's more portable than a laptop yeah because you can just hold it in your hand like a laptop you can hold it in your hand yes but this you can literally you, to, you can pick it up with one hand whatever you know yeah, it's, you can actually play games and stuff on it. It's it's crazy um, to me how how advanced the technology has came for Windows PCs in the last year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but uh, we'll uh, we'll be done with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could go on forever on that. We'll we'll shut up about it. that's the last one for this episode guys you can always watch us live on youtube and kick and chat with us on kick you know we say that every time but we'll talk to you while we're 
you know live and that way you, you know if you guys are in the chat we'll see it or whatever yeah, we'll, we'll you know, talk we don't to look you. at the youtube chat i might pull up the youtube chat yeah i got the kick chat always just whenever somebody wants to chat with us yeah maybe we can yeah chat or yeah it's still working here yeah so uh sometimes it kicks you off but it's still working whenever you guys want to do it but join our discord follow both of our personal socials rollins gonna start his youtube back after a short yeah, period i want to make some videos to, for emulation guides and stuff because a lot more people were wanting to get emulation started so i'll probably start it's with the dolphin emulator but uh, so uploaded so yeah so once i get time from work and stuff i'll start my youtube channel back with some yeah. Yeah. guides and stuff but anyway guys join our discord like i said and buy our merch on redbubble and printify Follow us on Twitter or X, Instagram. Um, you know, I haven't posted on the Twitter just yet. I just don't know what to really put on Twitter yet. Right. <laughs> I remember wanting to do some um, YouTube shorts, start some of those. Um, yeah. We, maybe some gaming we, reviews, and I'll do some, like, handheld PCs or whatever reviews sometime. On the channel. Instead of just our episodes, we'll have different content. Like, yeah possible game reviews like we play games or whatnot you know youtube right. shorts just to reach out to a bigger audience instead of just podcasts we'll do yeah, other we content could. as well also make a tiktok or whatever post some stuff on there or just post the youtube know, shorts on there you know basically the same thing there's a lot there's a lot of stuff we can do so we'll figure it out we'll do it just wish i had more time yeah, whatever to do you guys want yeah exactly whatever you guys want we'll figure out what to do how yeah to do so it, whatever. If, if you have an idea of any kind that we could do or you want to see or any topics you want to hear just, just join our discord and you know dm us direct message me and rylan me me and rylan in a group or one of us you know we'll talk you know whatever you yeah. just want to message one or of us you guys could like comment down on youtube yeah. or whatever we get the comments as well yeah everything. comment on youtube on instagram Comment on our Instagram, you know, text us on Twitter, whatnot, yada, yada, yada. Or on we'll Discord, get, we just put it in the general chat, just yeah. anywhere on there. You know, we'll see it. We see it. We see everything. So Keep a close yeah. eye on it in case anybody has an idea or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, that'll do it, and we'll catch you in the next episode. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.